Hey, good morning, playbookers and Rogumun of Allen. It's Friday, and this is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. To say yesterday was a roller coaster for President Joe Biden's agenda wouldn't do justice to how truly head spinning the day was. Just when it looked like Thursday would end in embarrassment, the Congressional Progressive Caucus issued a surprise endorsement of President Joe Biden's compromise plan, removing one of the last big obstacles in its way. The CPC's decision to back the new BBB framework got drowned out by the group's refusal to allow a vote on the bipartisan infrastructure framework Thursday before the full text was drafted. That deprived Speaker Nancy Pelosi of the vote she was determined to hold on the BIF and yielded lots of headlines about Democrats' failure to land the plane. But the dispute over sequencing masked a major achievement for the president. Hill progressives now appear ready to accept this deal. And that means it's likely a matter of when, not if, it passes. The fact that the group isn't making demands for any major changes is quite something, given that many of their priorities were significantly scaled back as moderates got most of what they wanted. CPC Chair Pramila Jayapal told reporters Thursday night, quote, We wanted a $3.5 trillion package, but we understood the reality of the situation. While she welcomed senators negotiating to make additional changes to the bill, she said specifically that her group's endorsement is not contingent on that. That stance is especially notable since earlier in the day, Sanders seemed unhappy with the package and ready to fight for more. He complained there were, quote, major gaps in the framework, specifically on prescription drugs and Medicare. At the same time, he did not draw any red lines and praised the plan as, quote, the most consequential bill since the 1960s. It's a reminder, there is no Freedom Caucus of the left, and there probably never will be. Progressives find it hard to vote against things they believe in. That's weird. Even if the bill doesn't have everything they want. For that, perhaps Biden, who's set to meet with the Pope today, should count his blessings. The real loser from Thursday, as Paul Kane from The Washington Post pointed out, was Terry McAuliffe. Democrats' Virginia gubernatorial candidate implored leaders to pass the infrastructure bill before his election to turn out voters. But Biden did not implore progressives to vote on the bill quickly, a move a senior House Democrat dubbed a, quote, mistake, ensuring the bill won't pass before next week. The delay comes as a Fox News poll has Glenn Youngkin pulling ahead of McAuliffe, 53 to 45. That survey is an outlier. 538's polling average now has the race tied, while other polls show McAuliffe narrowly ahead. But a Yunkin Victory Tuesday no longer looks like a Republican pipe dream. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 6 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden are currently meeting with Pope Francis in Vatican City. At 9.15, Biden will hold a bilateral meeting with Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi in Rome. At 10.15, Biden will hold a bilateral meeting with French President Emmanuel Macron at the French Embassy in Rome. Here's what's on the vice president's calendar. At 2.30, the vice president will speak virtually at a DNC grassroots event. At 3.55, Harris will leave DC for Virginia. There, she'll speak at a McAuliffe campaign event before heading back to DC at 7.15. One last thing before we get out of here. Activists have pressured Democratic leaders for a reconciliation package that delivers on all of Biden's promises. That means Senators Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin faced protesters in their offices, homes, and bathroom stalls. Today, Playbook's Tara Paul Mary visits the progressive activists putting pressure on Manchin, and she asked Politico's co-congressional bureau chief and Manchin whisperer Burgess Everett on whether the activism is having its attendant effect on Manchin and the latest on the Democrats' messy reconciliation fight. Check out the latest episode of Politico Deep Dive wherever you get your podcasts. Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike Zappler. Jenny Ament is Politico's senior producer of audio. The executive producer and head of audio is Irene Nicucci. I'm Rogu Munavol, and have a great weekend. We'll see you first thing Monday morning. <laughs>